Hey everybody, I'm Doug, that's Connor, and this is the Bethel School District Presents podcast. Connor, when I think of your educational experiences back in the wilds of Montana, which I think frequently of, I can only picture you in some type of Norman Rockwell setting, not unlike what we see in A Christmas Story, where you're writing themes all dressed up in your finest finery, bringing apples to the teacher and sticking your tongue on the frozen flagpole at recess. And before you say anything, it's not too soon to start talking about Christmas movies. That is a fact. But really, that's not what we're here to talk about today. In fact, I don't want to talk about your K-12 upbringing at all. You're a college man. You've graduated from the hallowed ground of UC Berkeley, of all places. What point in your life did you know that college was in the cards for you? Well, first, Doug, you absolutely nailed it on the K-12 description. We rode our ponies to school every day. It was in the snow 12 months out of the year, uphill both ways. As far as college is concerned, Education was always very important in my family, so I think I always knew that I would go to college one way or the other. Wasn't sure what I'd study or where I'd go. I did end up at UC Berkeley or Berserkley or the People's Republic of Berkeley, as it's known, which was quite the culture shock for a country bumpkin like myself. I did have an awesome time there, made a lot of friends, learned a lot of interesting things, got me where I am today. Doug, what about you? When did you know you were going to be a college man? Well, my parents always talked about college as if it was a given that I was going to college, and I then did go to college. So it wasn't really a question for my family. I ended up at George Mason University in Virginia, not too far from home, and lived on campus and had a good time becoming an English major by way of an anthropology major and a little stint in the business world where I realized I can't math too good, and uh, English major turned out to be the right pick for me. But today, you do need some type of post-secondary education, a high school diploma is is only going to get you so far. And that is what I sat down to talk with Dr. Brian Lowney about. Dr. Lowney is our assistant superintendent of secondary schools. And before we got into that, I posed the same question that I asked you, Connor, asked him when he knew that college was the path for him. I grew up in Clover Park School District. Neither of my parents went to college or had any post-secondary education. In some ways, I feel like I kind of lucked into it, which is partly why I'm so passionate about us not allowing kids to either luck into post-secondary engagement by the circumstances of their family, how they grew up, the amount of money they have, how many times they've been on a college campus, all of those barriers that exist for us out here in Bethel, things like the lack of public transportation, all those barriers that exist for kids actually believing that there's something for them after high school. I had a lot of those barriers and lucked into being pretty good at school so just kind of falling into college. So it was probably not until I was a, a senior in high school that I decided that, yeah, I guess I'm going to college. And I filled out some applications by myself and had pretty good grades and got some scholarship money, but mostly worked my way through college. I would guess that struggle for you is kind of behind this passion that you have for making sure kids are ready for not just graduation day, but life after graduation day and all the different opportunities that they have. Our annual leadership retreat happened a couple weeks ago, and during it you recounted a story about the Seattle Seahawks that really struck me and stayed with me. Uh, so if you would, can you please tell us that story, which actually takes place in one of our careers in education classes. At one of our comprehensive high schools, and I was there uh, this last fall and having a conversation with kids about my journey and kind of a different educational journey maybe than their teacher had had or 
careers in education teachers are fantastic about bringing in people with different backgrounds who are all related in the to the educational field. So I was talking a little bit and small talking as we got started about what did they do over the weekend and using some of my teacher skills that I don't get to use every day because I'm not in the classroom as much as I'd like. So we were relaying what we had done over the weekend and I had been to a Seahawks game. So I expected I had some kids like look with disbelief at me and uh, of the 24 kids that were in the class, several of them had that look of like, oh, that's fantastic. And I was waiting for the follow up, uh, which I thought would be something like, oh, I've never been to a game in the new stadium or to go to a fancy dinner after something. And it kind of blew me away, but also reminded me of sometimes our students and families, they're landlocked. Because of our geography, public transportation, some of the ruralness in some of our areas. But one student looked at me and said, what was that like? And I said, oh, well, the green was great. And they said, no, what was Se- what's Seattle like? And I, I kind of I stopped. I was a little bit frozen in my tracks. And I hadn't realized, A, a life of privilege. So, like, not overlook my own privilege. But then also look at kind of the opportunities or lack thereof some of our families have. So I asked the follow-up, like, how many of you have never been to Seattle? And more than five of them raised their hand that they had not been to downtown Seattle in their lifetime. So, again, just a reminder of our own privilege, but also of this mission field we have of students getting them out of Graham every once in a while, out of Fredrickson, out of Roy, to see other parts of our community and or world, um, how important that is. It really is. And for a lot of them, that post high school college or trade school, it's out of the local area. There's not a lot of opportunity out here in Bethel, which is something that uh, our superintendent's passionate about. And bringing Pierce College now has a satellite campus at Spanaway Lake and one that operates in the evenings at Graham Kapowski High School, open to the community, not just to our students. So that's pretty awesome. And we were talking before we started recording, a high school diploma is no longer the baseline to graduate, get a job with just a high school diploma. If you're going to make a living wage was what, what you were saying. You need to have something after high school. Here in Bethel, we have a lot of ways students can get started on that road. We've got the Pierce County Skills Center. We have advanced placement classes, the Cambridge program, CTE courses that offer college credit so kids can graduate high school and have college credit. Over 100 each year earn their associate's degree along with their high school degree. So we have these opportunities. And we even have agreements with local colleges where students are accepted by meeting a certain GPA and a couple other requirements. Why are all these different programs, why are these good for kids? For many of the reasons you talked about, Doug, to earn a living wage and to be happy, which is what we really want for our graduates. We will have a new portrait of a graduate that's going to be part of our extended strategic plan for the 2023 through 2028 that our school board has looked at. And we want kids to be communicators and collaborators and critical thinkers. And that's all true. But really, we want them to be happy. And it's going to take more than a high school diploma to live a happy life these days. And so we want to push on that. So it's important for that reason. But many of these things, they're barriers to life outside of the Bethel School District that exist for kids. And the more of those that we can remove while they're here for us, the better off our kids are. So for instance, I believe strongly that the best indicator of future success is past success. So anytime we can offer a kid a college level class while they're in high school, We can ensure that they're ready for college because they've already proven they can do it. That's AP and Cambridge and our CT classes. That's all of those pieces. Pierce County Skills Center, especially for our first generation students who, like me, didn't have parents that went to college or trade school or any of those things after high school. The more we can remove barriers 
to their getting into those kinds of places. So things like our automatic admission into colleges like PLU, University of Washington Tacoma, and now with St. Martin's, those three colleges, there's guaranteed admission. If you meet the requirements, grade point average and test score, and you stayed out of trouble, you get into college, there's no more of this 1980s teenage angst waiting for the letter to show up in your mailbox to determine whether or not you got into college. You got in, and by the way, that's a barrier for kiddos who especially our first generation and parents can't help them walk through like, well, this is what you may or may not get in and you need this grade point. And let's do a test prep for you on the SAT. That's not happening for all of us, nor should it have to. And so removing that barrier is really changing the game for our kids and families. I think that is great for kids. One thing we didn't mention is the Running Start program is another way that kids have access to college classes while they're still in high school. Did you have any classes like these when you were growing up in your high school years? I imagine they existed just like my high school counselor probably existed, who I never <laughs> met with, but they weren't part of my my repertoire, and they certainly don't exist the way they do now, specifically in Bethel School District. You're right to call out Running Start as a really important option for our kiddos and our superintendent's commitment to not only bringing Running Start to us. You know, if we can't get to them, then we'll bring them to us. But again, college in the high school through Central Washington University and the University of Washington, we offer classes in our high schools where kids earn credit through those transcripted college credits through those institutions while they're taking pre-calculus, for instance. So all of those pieces are really important. And no, I don't think they existed to the extent they do now when I was in high school. We do have a lot of great programs here in Bethel and always getting better is what we're striving to do here. And if you are a student listening, be sure to check in with your high school counselor. Be that kid that is invested in their future after graduation day. There are a lot of opportunities out there for you, even when you're in high school. What is your advice for students, parents, even our staff as they're helping these kids become career and college ready? My advice would be choose courses that lead you down a pathway. And again, what I like about that, especially in our school district, is you're never pigeonholed into that pathway for your entire educational career, meaning try things. So if you think that you're a business and marketing kid and you really like that idea and you want to own your own real estate office, take a business and marketing course. And then if you find out that's not for you, that's good. Like, find that out now. And now, you know, I'm more of an arts and communication. Like, I did like the business part of it, so maybe I want to be a graphic designer and get into a graphic design course and take high levels of math because high levels of math are needed for all of those kinds of careers. And push yourself. Transcripts matter. You're making real choices when you're choosing which courses you are signing up for and taking. So transcripts matter. And then get actively involved. Fewer and fewer colleges are looking at SAT or ACT results for college admission. They're looking at whole student applications, meaning they want to know what activities you were involved in. Were you a member of a sports team and can you work well with others? Do you play in the band and can you stick with it? Have you been in the band since you were in sixth grade? That actually matters to colleges. Did you get involved in Key Club? Like, and what kind of community service and projects have you been involved in? And how are you involved in, in maybe your church activities and some of the things? Like, get involved. Get your hands into as much as possible. We need to get off our phones a little bit and maybe get active pursuing activities outside of the house. That would be my advice. It was my advice for my own kids. Sometimes they took it. Sometimes they didn't. But it's, it's good for all of our kids to hear that courses they take matter and their involvement in outside activities really matter for being ready for post-secondary success. When I was growing up, and you were growing up, everyone's pushing. If you're going to college, you got to take those SATs. you got to score great. If you don't score great the first time, you're going to take it again. And we were like, well, can't they just look at 
me as a person? Can, can't they just appreciate what's all here? That time's now. And I know colleges are really looking at that senior year. They want to see you pushing yourself and striving and not just coasting towards the, the finish line. You know, the like we said, high school graduation isn't the finish line. It's it's a starting point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's where we're going to grow from. Dr. Brian Lowney, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm actually going to go next door and chat with Superintendent Tom Siegel about college. But before I do, I just want to ask you, who is the most important staff member in the entire district and just to reiterate i'm going next door and talking to your boss <laughs> in spite of that uh <laughs> it depends on the time of the day mr boyles of who's the most important person in the day at lunchtime it's the person that's serving lunch at uh, cougar mountain middle school at about 11:30 monday through friday at 6:25, when some of our middle schoolers are getting on the buses it's probably the bus driver who's greeting them who happens to be the most important person of the day during third period when i'm having a tough moment as a student at spanaway lake high school it's probably mr foreman my teacher in my classroom at the end of the day it could be the people that are greeting me and sending me on my way out the front door and holding the door open for me so it's any one of us on any given day and i really mean that all of us play the most important role in a student's education in any given time during the day. And um, it's important to know that our jobs are important. We matter to the kids here. So each and every one of us. Absolutely. Every little interaction, you never know what moment you're catching that kid in where it could really turn their day around. So, Or if you're not on your game, it could turn their day a different way. So it is an important job that all of our staff have here. And I really like the way that you said that, which is why I brought it up. And also, uh, Mr. Siegel's job is pretty important too. So <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm on the record uh, that his is also very, he's a very important man. I'll be sure to let him know that as I head next door. Dr. Brian Lowney, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks. Now I am next door with Superintendent Tom Siegel. We just finished chatting with Dr. Brian Lowney about college and career opportunities for our students. You are a college man yourself. I know you hold multiple master's degrees. At what point in your life did you know that college was the route that you wanted to take? Well, you're asking me to think back a long ways. Basically, in my family, we never really talked about not going to college. It was always kind of an assumption that we were going to go. For me, it was pretty easy because I lived in a community that had a college. As a matter of fact, uh, the campus was like three blocks away from my house. So it was kind of a natural transition to know where the college was, be familiar with it. The admission process was really simple. And even getting set for the first day of classes, basically, you walked into a large auditorium. You had a piece of paper that you filled out. You walked around to various tables. And at the end of the day, maybe spending an hour, you had all your classes lined up. You knew what you had to pay, and all those things were taken care of. So it's much simpler than it is today, which, frankly, looking back, was a good thing because I understand looking at something like this can be pretty daunting when you look at all the details. But it was clear to me that in order to have options as to what I wanted to do and not be confined geographically to where I lived, nor boxed into a career or series of jobs, that I could do but would not be interesting, fulfilling, or challenging. And then got into college and, and finally got to the point where I found something that was really interesting to me and nearly had a double major, but I just decided I've got to get this thing finished. So after about four and a half years of college, I finally wrapped it up with a bachelor's degree. 
it's great that you had a college in your town, just three blocks from your house. That's an amazing resource, and it's kind of there, and you see it as a possibility. Here in Bethel, we don't have colleges in our town. We've done a lot of work. You've done a lot of work bringing Pierce College to Spanaway Lake High School, out to Graham Kapowson High School, and soon to the new Bethel High School. But that's something we're going to talk about next week. So, Superintendent Tom Siegel, thanks for joining us today. Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. A couple of fantastic interviews there, Doug, and can't wait for next week's show where we sit down with Tom once again and talk about community resources. Come to think of it, Tom is a bit of a history buff, right? He is, absolutely. I got an idea. Let's ask Tom if he could go back in time and have a meal with any historical figure who he'd choose. I love it. That's a great idea of how we'll start the show, and you and I can answer that question too. What do you think? Let's do it. (laughs) We'll see you next week, everybody. (laughs) 